The TV Podcast. ITV have announced they're building a new £5 billion theme park in North West Kent. The 500-acre site will feature rides and attractions for shows such as Thunderbirds. Now, the park is set to open in five years. Do you think ITV will still exist in 2024? Won't we all be watching Netflix on holographic hoverboards by then? Five, you cannot plan ahead five years. What if they start planning now to have, like, a, a loose women waltzer, <laughs> right, where you get on the waltzer and they spin you around while people talk to you about the menopause but then in five years time loose women's been taken off the air because of a tweet now noel edmonds tried this in the 90s and he called it blobby land do you remember that there was a documentary on recently it's still there blobby land was closed down wasn't it because yeah. nobody went to it and it's covered in graffiti it's quite dystopian isn't it yeah and it gets more visitors now than it did when it was going but who's visiting it youtubers making videos about the former blobby land and it attracts a lot of glue sniffers like loads of like 80s glue sniffers do you think mr blobby was a glue sniffer and that's why he looked the way he did he did look a little bit drawn in the face Thank you for your uninformed opinion. BBC3 have started a brand new dating show called Hot Property. In the show, young people looking for love will be given the chance to snoop around the homes of potential dates. Uh, now, this sounds a bit like Food the Keyhole meets Blind Date. Uh, Mike, would you watch this? Wouldn't a cross between Through the Keyhole and Blind Date be a show where you, you find out who people are after you've looked inside them? What, you mean actually looked inside their bodies? Yeah, I think BBC Three would go for this. Well, like a full body cavity search like you get at uh, an airport. Well, yeah, absolutely. I think it would be very easy to promote it on Instagram. A BBC spokesman said dating apps only give you a physical picture of a person while this show will reveal so much more. So let's say we went rummaging around your house, what would we find? Well, I've got quite a minimalist house, Chuck, but I do have a full-size recreation of Doctor Who's robot dog, K9. Now, this is part of the problem, because if you find that in my house, you might assume that I was former Doctor Who actor Tom Baker, and then you find out I'm not, and you'd be disappointed. But I might find out you're obsessed with Doctor Who, and I'd be even more disappointed. Yeah, and then you'd insist on a full <laughs> cavity search. But I think this is actually an original take on dating formats. Uh, let's imagine we're going rooting around somebody's house tonight. What would we find? Well, I might look to see... If you go in the front room, you can see mm. whether they've got a Sky box or they've got Virgin Media. What's now, the difference? Well, because if they've got Sky, they've got a bit more money, haven't they? Ah. And Virgin, you get more of a deal, but then you've got more options, more apps, more access to the Google Store. I think I would find out a lot about you. I, I wouldn't trust someone who had a Sky box, to be honest, Joe. Why? Well, you got to be careful, haven't you? Now, this show is hosted by YouTube sensation Young Philly. Uh, he's known for his raw, unfiltered approach to comedy. Do you think Young Philly could be the next Cilla Black? Right, I'm t <laughs> I've taken issue with this joke. Anyone could be a YouTube sensation. I've got plans. I'm going to start a YouTube channel where I watch old episodes of El Dorado mm -hmm. and I, I make sarcastic comments. I think you could be the next Joe Sugg. Did he like El Dorado? No, he, hate, he hates El Dorado. He doesn't like it at all. But he's a big YouTube sensation. Or you've got some competition. I've just got some news in here. Zoella, the famous YouTuber, is starting a channel making sarcastic comments about Howard's Way. Oh, forget it then. Now, back to the show. Is it a good idea for the BBC to snoop around people's homes? Because they tried this with Cliff Richard and he hated it. <laughs> he didn't like it, did he, Chuck? He didn't like it. He took issue. Um, I take issue with it as well because they got a helicopter... <laughs> to go above his house. When they could have got a drone, it would have been much cheaper. So it was also a waste of licence fee payers' money, Chuck. And I don't like that.
Now back to dating shows, I quite like first dates, but even their show always ends with John and Tracy never saw each other ever again. Have you ever been ghosted, Mike? I invented ghosting. You invented ghosting? Any, anyone who knows me or has known me for a long amount of time, and about three people have and do, <laughs> right? I invented ghosting. There's a girl who worked in a sunbed shop in Wigan who still thinks we're going out. What is ghosting? Ghosting is where you can't face up to your responsibilities, so you just ignore someone for long enough and they get the point like... And does it work? Well, you haven't heard a lot from me recently, have you, Chuck? (laughs) Another day closer to being dead. Channel 4 recently broadcast a new reality show called When I Grow Up. In the show, three well-known companies allowed a group of young children to take over their business for one week. The companies included Hello Magazine, an estate agent and a chocolate factory. Mike, you like kids. Did you like this show? What do you mean? (laughs) You like kids. No, I have worked with children and I have a good rapport with them. You're a fan of children. I work with them in a professional capacity. I have a good rapport for them. So did you like this show? And I've got all the necessary certificates to do it. Good. So did you like this show? I forgot what we're talking about. We're talking about when I I'm too busy defending myself. This is like Cliff Richard all over again. (laughs) So Channel 4. I'm looking for the drones. New show, uh, When I Grow Up. Uh, Were you a fan of this? Well, there's no one here that's working for Greggs, is there? Or or B&M Bargains? No, they were, they were very swanky companies. Because it's a TV show, it needs to look exciting. Well, it's not giving them a fair representation of the real jobs that you're going to have in the future. Now, if you were producing this, what jobs would you choose for the kids? Uh, podcasters, uh, event hosts, pantomime dames, you know, working class <laughs> jobs like that, Chuck. Now, a lot of people uh, do stop me in the street and they say, Chuck, please can you ask Mike what it takes to become a successful podcaster. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are your top tips? You've got to pretend that what you're doing will be listened to by people. <laughs> so you have, to imagine, you have to use your imagination, Chuck. And one more tip. Be true to yourself and be prepared to do a full cavity search. So back to the show, do you think there's a chance that these kids could be better at the jobs than the adults? Right, they're going to be working on Hello Magazine. How can you be better at writing a Hello Magazine article than someone else? One Hello Magazine article is very much like another Hello Magazine article, Chuck. Well, it's usually a picture of Prince Philip. Well, there you go. With Mylene Klaas. Well, there you go. Once you've said everyone's had a good time, the article's done, dusted, it's done, innit? Just follow the rules and you won't get hurt. Netflix have commissioned a terrifying new documentary exploring the bizarre true story of a Brazilian TV host who ordered murders in a bid to boost his TV ratings. The show, Killer Ratings, will focus on Wallace Souza, who hosted the Brazilian version of Crime Watch. Now, Mike, I know people will do anything for ratings, but isn't this taking things a little too far? That's mad. That's the first I've heard about this. Uh, Netflix are really good at this sort of thing, though. There's so many good true crime documentaries on, on Netflix. They leave everyone else for dust. Oh, this sounds good, Chuck. Now, apparently, it was filmed in a remote and lawless city in the heart of the Amazon. Oh, I might have known they were involved. First, they avoid UK corporation tax, and now this... Now, this show was a huge success in Brazil until he was accused of ordering the murders. You wouldn't find Nick Ross doing this in the UK, would you? Uh, no one's squeaky clean, Chuck. Are you suggesting Nick Ross is a criminal? Well, I know a lot of people have tried to obtain an extra free trial from Now TV by using a different <laughs> debit card number and changing the name a bit. But We've Nick, all done it, Chuck. Nick Ross would never do that. No, he would enjoy a three-month entertainment pass. We really hate singing jingles. 70s sitcom The Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin is being turned into a stage musical. The music will be provided by Mike Batt from The Wombles. Uh, Mike, will you be taking the current Mrs Smith? 
Does she enjoy a good musical? She does like musicals, yeah, but she doesn't like to travel into town anymore. Now, this follows the success of Only Fools and Horses, which was recently turned into a musical. Are there any old forgotten sitcoms you'd like to see return as musicals? Game on the musical. With Samantha Janus? Yeah, the 90s, the forgotten 90s sitcom. It's what Men Behaving Badly could have been. Samantha Janus living in a flat with two people and one of them didn't go out. You could write some songs about that, Chuck. A lot of people have forgotten about Game On, and earlier you told me about another sitcom that I hadn't thought about for a oh, decade. This we were talking about how there mm. was a weird phase when presenters were given their own sitcoms, and there is a sitcom starring Davina McCall. Called Sam's Game. Called Sam's Game, and it's about the adventures of Davina McCall. Now, to get a musical in the West End, you obviously need to raise a lot of money. Davina is a big name. Why don't we bring back Sam's Game and put it on in the West End? With Davina, and we could put Bonnie Tyler in it. Music by the Wombles. Thank you for your uninformed opinion. BBC Two have commissioned a new comedy chat show called Tonight with Vladimir Putin. In the show, celebrities such as Joe Swash will be interviewed by a 3D animation of the Russian leader. Mike, is this a good idea? I can see where this is coming from because there was some footage that came out about a year ago of a newsreader in Japan who is completely computer-generated. And I think somebody at the BBC has spied that and gone, this is the natural evolution of TV presenting. Because at the moment, you can give them all auto cues, you can tell them what haircuts to have, what they think about things and all the rest of it. But you'll actually be able to programme your present. This is a dream for producers like Zane. Now, a BBC spokesman said this is a television first with new technology enabling a 3D digital cartoon to walk around and interview human guests in front of a studio audience, all in real time. That's not a first, that's test daily. Now, Russian broadcaster RT have hit back today at the show parodying Putin. Uh, They've described the show as a regurgitated dystopian nightmare copied from Black Mirror. They also went on to criticise the rest of the BBC's comedy output. Oh, well, that's not fair. And said Mrs Brown's Boys is a potential crime against humanity. Now, I'm not a fan, but I think the Russians have gone a little bit too far there. Are you telling me Russian politicians are sitting around watching DVDs of the Mrs Brown's Boys Christmas special? I can't see it. And they don't like it. I bet they put the DVD commentary on to find out more about the -the behind-the-scenes factoids. A BBC spokesman said viewers love Vlad and can't wait to see what he does next. We really hate singing jingles. Now, before we go, it's time for some quick-fire questions. Uh, This is the part of the show where we get to know you a little bit better, Mike. Are you ready? Uh, Okay, yeah, ready, Chuck. (laughs) Here we go. In 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Freedom. Uh, Onigi. What kind of secret society would you like to start? A secret society of friends who don't exaggerate their achievements online. And finally, what's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house? Recorded a podcast. The TV Podcast.